Father and our God, we thank you. We honor you this time of the day. And we are grateful because of the life that you've given us. And the opportunity to come to your house again. And to seek your presence in our lives. We want to thank you because your love is so big. The God we are who we are. And now our time has come when you're going to speak unto us this morning, O oh Lord. We pray that God, you will speak unto us in a way that you had purposed before we came in. If it is rebuking, rebuke us, O oh Lord. If it is teaching, O oh Lord, go ahead and teach us. If you like to correct us, O oh God, do it this morning. If it is to guide us to your knowledge, do so as well. We are here and ready for your voice. Now, Lord, my God, may the words of my mouth this morning and may the meditations of my mind be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us be seated this morning and... Um, As we listen to hear what the Lord has for us, uh, my name is David Zioka, saved this morning by the blood of Jesus Christ and rejoicing in his presence. We continue on our stewardship series, this being the second day, take God at his word. Now I'd like you to turn to the person next to you. Make sure they smile to you and ask them this. Has God told you anything yet? Has God told you anything yet? If they say no, then turn to the other person and ask them, how about you? Has the Lord told you anything yet? My friends, this morning I want to invite you As we read Malachi, to see yourself as the recipient of this word of God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 16 to 17, that all scripture is God-breathed, and it is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man of God or the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so I invite you to evaluate the depths of your worship and the direction of your life this morning and remember God is altogether faithful, altogether worthy and a true to his promises. Now, let me, let me begin by asking this. Um, after eating in a restaurant, where does one go and pay the bill? Let's be frank here. If you went to the nicest hotel in Oleda, which one is it? Gordon Karawe. Eh? 
Nacheka. Unajua that was my favorite when I came in 2002. I could, we could drive here. Okay, well, watch it. Not anymore. Eh? Okay, which is the favorite, the, the, the fa- your favorite hotel in, in, in Oleida? Golden Corral. See? Apple bees, eh? Or Chinese? Bonum Nangopa Gusama Chinese. Now, now, my question is, after eating in that nice restaurant, where do you go and pay the bill? Huh? Huh? To the cashier? To the counter, right? Are you sure you pay to the counter? Which means... You pay where you do what? I tell your friend you pay where you eat. You pay where, where you eat. That's what I was coming to, right? Now, some people would not commit themselves to support the church where, which they attend or where they are spiritually fed. They send their tithes back to their own town, back to their own church. How many do that? We'll clap for you. Now, do you think this is being responsible as a believer? Do you think this is being responsible as a believer? Okay. Now, as we come to Malachi chapter 3, the windows of heaven are closed. I mean, the windows of heaven are closed. Why? Because the people have been withholding their tithes and their offerings. They are sending it elsewhere and do not give anything in the storehouse of God. Can you imagine eating here and going to pay, sending the money to the Chinese buffet in Dwake village. By the way, there is a... That is exactly what they, they did. And God sees all these and tells them in verse 6. The Lord do not change. God does not change. And then he says, return to me and I will return to you. Return to me and I will come back to you. If you go to Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19, the Bible says, God is not a man that he should do what? He should lie. No, is he a son of man that he should change his mind. What he has said has to go come to pass. Now, in the days of Nehemiah, chapter 13 and verse 10 to and I would like us to probably read that um, all of us um, the pro- can you project that please Nehemiah chapter 13 and the verses tw- 10 to 12 I want us to read together so that we can begin seeing where we are coming from now Nehemiah 13 10 to 12 okay if not I will I will go ahead and, and read the way 
my Bible here says, it says, I also learned that the portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them. And that all the Levites and the musicians responsible for the service had gone back to their own fields. So, I rebuked the officials and asked them, why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. All Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine and olive oil into the storehouse of God. Now, God was mad. God was not happy because these people were not doing what they, want, they were supposed to do as his people. The Bible says they had robbed him. They had falsely taken what belonged to God. They had ignored God's command to give. And so God looks at them and asks them, Surely, why are you doing this? Yes, God knows that life can be challenging. Life can be hard. And so he looks at them and he says, Folks, guys, Test me in this first time. And see, if I will not bear good on my promises, he says, bring the whole tithe and leave everything else to me. He says, test me in this. And if you do, number one, I will throw open the floodgates of heaven. So I will throw open the floodgates of heaven. And so blessings will start coming down to you. Number two, he says, I will pour blessings to you that there will not be enough room for them. He says, test me in this. Now back to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verses 2 to 8. The Bible says, all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord you are, God. You will be blessed in the city and we will be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. And blessed and the crops of your land and the, the young of your livestock, the calves of your hearts and the lambs of your flocks. Then he says, your basket and your needing tar will be blessed. You were blessed when you come in. You were blessed when you go. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but through in our go away in how many? Seven of them. The Lord will send a blessing on your bands and on everything you put on your hand. Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. They will team up against you, but they will do nothing to you. I like that. What is your son? Now, that is mine. That is not in the Bible. Then number three, I will prevent pests from eating your harvest. 
What he says is, I will direct them to go elsewhere and leave your shamba alone. Hallelujah. Can I hear an amen? Yes. He will direct them to go elsewhere and leave your shamba alone. But only if you do the right, and we do the right thing. Then number four, the last one, all the nations will call you blessed. Amen. Everybody will call you blessed. Who has been blessed by, by the Lord. Now, let me tell you something, my friends. The devil does not care how he messes us up. As long as he does it. The devil does not care how long or how much he messes you up. As long as he's able to mess you, mess you up. And I've seen it. The devil doesn't respect people either. He, the devil will come to anyone, even to anyone that has been here. And the devil will make sure that he messes you up if you are not careful. If you don't open your eyes to see, the devil will mess your life up so much that you don't know even what to do. When he selfishly wants you to keep that which belongs to God, he's trying to mess you up. If we listen to some people, we will join their club and we will be messed up as well. I repeat that. If we listen to some people, we will join to their club, C-L-O-U-B, and we are going to be messed up. But remember as I said on Sunday, we, don't have, we do not have time to be messed up because time is not on our side. Time is not on our side. Allow yourself to be messed up. By the time you come back, Jesus will have been come. Will have come. And we will all have gone. And so Malachi is urging the people here. And he told them to stop holding back their tithes. He told them to stop keeping from God what belonged to God. And he says, God does not change. He's not a man that he should lie. What he says he will do, he will do. Akisema takubariki, akunata kaizuia. That is him. Akisema takubariki, we say he's going to bless you, he will. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter who says no. He is going to do it. And regardless of how life looks now, my friend, don't forget. Don't ever forget that God controls the future and everything in it. God gives us. He's our giver. God guides us. When we are in school, when we are walking, when we are driving, it is God who guides us. Then, God is the one that guards us, protects us. Anatolinda, he takes care of us. He makes sure that we are okay, even when we sleep. How many of us here have gone to bed 
in America, and the doors are not locked. How many? In America. You go to bed and the lo- doors are not locked, right? Yeah, and you wake up, wake up in the morning and, oh, and nobody came in. Can you do that in Kenya? Even if nobody comes, a dog will find itself in there. Dog, I mean dog. If not a dog, a cat will come in. At least something will have to come in that door. So you have to close it. But here we don't. God takes care of us. It is when we cannot do anything, when God does everything, including healing. Sometimes you may have to say, Lord, I don't care what his body says. I know it hurts. But it has to line up with your word. Because by Jesus' stripes, I have been healed. I have to do the right thing. Sometimes we may have to say, I will do as your word tells me. The Bible says, your body, this your body, is a temple of the Lord. And where God lives, power resides in. And therefore, healing lives there too. So if the devil says to you, look at the small balance in your bank account, remind the devil, the words of Paul to Philippians, uh, chapter 4 and verse 19. Can we read together? It is written, My God shall do what? shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He shall supply everything to me. It doesn't matter how much we have. It doesn't matter how much we lack. It doesn't matter how wanted we are. Words, God's word tell us that as the need arises, the supply will be, will be there. Am I communicating here? As the need arises, then the supply will be there. How many of us pay rent? If you don't pay rent, of course you pay a mortgage. (laughs) Very few people have have their their houses paid off. (laughs) How many of us pay gas? How many of us pay water, bill, the waste, and all that? Do you struggle to do that? No, we don't struggle to do that. It comes to the end of the month or whenever it is due and you write the check, unaika stamp, poster. I'm on a computer, una click, una pay, neta pay bill, eh? Pay your bill, una pay your bill, una marizana na? How many do that with their tithes and their offerings? Very hard question, right? Very hard question. And yet before it was yours, before it came to the bank account, did it belong to you? It belonged to God. And he's the one that can say, you know what, from now on, you not even use that money. You not even go to work. You not even drive. He's the one. I'm trying to make sure that we understand this, my friends. If the devil says to you, look at this. Tell the devil what you know about God. 
Friends, we need to do the right thing. The right thing, it is to take God at his word. Take God at his word. It is to give God what belongs to him. It is an expression of sincere worship. My friends, people of God, let us immerse ourselves in the Lord's service. Let us prayerfully commit our children in the service of the Lord. Let us commit our time and our resources to God's work as much as we can. And let me tell you, God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. I will repeat that. God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. I've seen people in many churches, not just here, saying, no, I will not give to that church. I will go. One person goes, God brings three. One as we say. You go alone with your $20, three come with their $300. Because God's work has to be done. If only it is done in the right way. And so there's no way we can joke around with God's work. Take Jesus for his word. Do the right thing and leave your kids, leave your spouse, leave your family, leave your job, leave your studying, leave your everything to God after you have done the right thing. Amen? After you have done the right thing, leave everything to God. Leave your children to God. Leave your husband and your spouse to God. Leave your family to God. Leave your everything to God. Leave your studying. Leave your work. Everything to God. And when you give God that opportunity to take care of your business, to take care of you, to take care of what you have, then you will just sit back and see the wonders of the Lord. Because he can do that. He does not, he's not a man that he will lie. No. He's not a man that he can lie. He's day, he does what he says, I will do. He's going to make sure that he opens the flood doors of heaven, you know, gates of heaven. He'll come down and bless you, and, but only if we do the right and the right thing. Why? Because God is altogether faithful. God is altogether worthy. God always is always true to his promise. If he has promised you to bless you, he will, no matter what. It doesn't matter where you are. We came all over, many of us from, from Africa. God cannot bring you here to discourage you. God cannot bring you here to finish you. He has blessed you already, and he will bless you because he knows you belong to him. He will take care of everything 
that he has said he will. But then we have to do our part to do the right thing. To take God by this word. Give it all to him. Give it what belongs to him. Just that. Just as you pay the phone bill. Just as you pay your gas. Just as you gas your car. Do the right thing. Whatever belongs to God, let it go to him. Take God by his word. Then relax and see him working on you. And he will do that until he comes back. And remember, as I was telling the, 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 the Bible study group this Wednesday, he's coming in very soon. We are not here permanent. Amen? Yes, I know we like doing a lot, but we are here. Our, our, our stay here is very temporal. I don't mean in Kansas City. I mean in this world, very temporal. But only what will count is what we will have given to God at that time. Surrender it all to God. Surrender your family to God. Surrender your wallet to God. Surrender your time to God. Surrender your resources to God. Surrender all to God. And God will do as God. He's not a man that he will lie. He will do it for sure. I've seen God do it, and he will do it to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we bow our heads for prayer this afternoon, and as we lift our hearts unto God, I want to ask this question again. If God has spoken to you in any way, God has spoken to you in any way, raise up your hand and we'll pray together. If God has spoken to you in any way, if God has come in and taught you something today. God has probably challenged you this morning. If God has encouraged you even, I'll raise up your hand and we will pray together. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. As we trust together, let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you and we honor you. We come to you this time of the day, glorifying you because of who you are. Thanking you because you are God, you never and you never change, oh Lord. Men are the times that we see, look at you and say, you have delayed to come. Men are the times that we watch things and we say, you have delayed to come to our lives. But God, we know that you don't change at all. You remain the same. You are the Alpha and the Omega. It is you who are there yesterday, today. And you will be there forever because you are faithful. And this time, oh God, we want to thank you for speaking out to us at this time, oh God. And we pray that God, you will be with us in a, we, in a way that God, we can continue to find you in whatever we do day by day. And now for those hands that have been raised towards your God, I want to bring these, your people, unto you this afternoon. God, you know them. God, you know how much you have spoken unto them this morning, oh God. 
And now I pray that God your blessings will be upon them. That God you will meet to them with them to the with them to the point of their needs. That God you will come to them oh Lord and you will continue speaking to them. It is a, a blessing they need oh God bless them. If it is a challenge oh Lord God go ahead and teach them what they need to do. If it is something that they bringing unto you oh God I pray that God you will visit them in your big and special way because you are faithful. We thank you and we honor you. If there is anyone here that doesn't know you oh God, we pray that God you will continue speak unto them that they will surrender unto you. That God they will come unto you because there is no any other way except your way oh God. We thank you for your grace that is enough. We give we thank you for your joy. We thank you for your love that surrounds us oh God. We thank you for your peace that you give unto those that you love. You we thank you for you in our lives. As a church of God. We have been here for a while. And God, we are here because you put us around here. We pray that we are faithful. We pray that God, we are faithful. That we will serve you. in truth and in spirit that god you will be pleased with what we do you will be pleased with what we say you will be pleased with what we offer unto you you will be pleased with our giving our god how we pray that god in our church you will come down and bless us that god will also continue to be a blessing and that god others in this neighborhood will see this church and we will see your blessings here we thank you and we honor you may you receive all the glory and all the honor and god as we gather give us the strength to pray for others that are in trouble others that are being persecuted others that are in trouble others that are victims of many catastrophes oh lord others that are crying all over others that are sick mungushemilele those that have lost who have lost their loved ones give us the opportunity remind us to uh, to, to remember them oh lord and even to visit where we can we thank you and we honor you help us to be the church that you want us to be here receive the glory and all the honor and this we pray in jesus name amen and amen god bless you